the commands of the apostles. 9. Set your mind and heart on high things. We have spoken about growing in righteousness and the corresponding training that goes with it. One of the foundational components of such fitness training is so simple it takes no extra time at all. It may be practiced throughout the day, anywhere, anytime, in any setting or circumstance. Yet the impact upon our spiritual development may be more profound than anything else we do. Consider the phrase, set the mind. What do these words mean? We tend to think of our thoughts as coming and going in our brains without being able to control them. To a certain extent, of course, this is true. However, the mind is like any muscle, whether of body or character. The hand doesn't wave, clench, swing a hammer, or caress a cheek unless we tell it to, unless we choose to do so. Our hands do what our brains tell them. The mind is certainly more complex than the hand, but it still does what we tell it. That's why the command, set the mind, is so vital to spiritual growth. Set is an active, not a passive verb. It is something we do. We must choose. Then we must actively take action to point or set the mind in certain directions. The mind will focus on what we tell it to focus on. In order to lay hold of the vigorous, chosen, active, powerful force of this command, consider these synonyms. Position your mind. Fix your mind. Orient your mind. Direct your mind. Exhort your mind. Turn toward and resolve your mind to think good thoughts. These patterns are not random or accidental. We choose what directions our minds go. When they stray off the mark, we have to bring them back. So Paul commands us to focus on high things, good things, pure things, noble things. To look at life and people in situations and circumstances through God eyes. These are choices we make countless times a day. How do we respond to what we see and hear? Do we drift along in the low mental currents of those around us, with rude, pointless, unseemly, joking, critical, gossipy, self-centered chatter? Or do we exert ourselves against the downward lure of the world's current? Are we setting the course of our own mental rivers to think nobly, thankfully, pleasantly about what edifies rather than what mocks, belittles, and tears down? Is goodness the orientation of our thought rudder? It is a matter of what focus we decide, actively, determinedly, vigorously, forcefully, to think about. As our mind moves in either high or low channels, the heart follows. We are reminded of Jesus' command to abide. The words are synonymous. Abide in goodness. Remain in goodness. Dwell in goodness. Jesus' disciples were able to dwell and abide and remain because they were steeped in the Lord's words. His outlook and priorities were infused into them. 
This infusion comes as we also steep our hearts and minds in goodness, or as we might term it, in godness. In eight crisp words, Paul illuminates this infusion outlook. We steep ourselves in it by setting our minds and hearts on what is true, honorable, just, pure, lovely, gracious, excellent, and praiseworthy. Philippians 4.8 is positively remarkable. Stop and seriously reflect on the implications of this verse. It contradicts every imaginable perspective the world takes for granted as the acceptable norm. The world would have us blame, criticize, grumble, ridicule, discredit, complain, demean, expose wrong, point out error, withhold praise, disdain weakness, deprecate strength, laugh at vulgarity, excuse laziness, accept mediocrity, fudge truth, delight in sin. All these low habits of the old man, Paul wipes off the face of the map for the Christian man or woman who would steep himself or herself in the priorities of the gospel. Set your mind and heart on high things. Think about goodness. Finally, brethren, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is gracious, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, Think about these things. Philippians 4.8 Set your hearts on things above. Set your minds on things above, not on earthly things. Colossians 3, verses 1 and 2 From the Commands of the Apostles by Michael Phillips Read by Michael Kimball more information on this and similar writings may be found at fatheroftheinklings.com. Visit Amazon to purchase the Commands of the Apostles and other books by Michael Phillips.